1: Always room for misinterpretation or overreaction when it comes to a medical diagnosis when you first hear it. Morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dion Kovachowicz of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Cardinals 6, Pirates 3. Just another... Just another L. And I, you know, I know the Pirates won the first two games. I covered them both and there were some uplifting things that happened. For the most part, what you're going to get is what happened yesterday. Luis Ortiz comes up from the minors. He doesn't look anywhere near as prepared as he should be. He doesn't look anywhere near as sharp as he should be. And uh, unlike what I do a lot of the time here, in pinning this on the positional coaches, Ortiz needs to be a lot better. Ortiz doesn't have any excuses. He just doesn't. He's got all his stuff. He's got all his weapons. Uh, I don't know that he's got it all going on upstairs. It's just in case you've noticed, maybe that I won't speak of Ruanzi Contreras that way. I won't speak of other young pitchers that way. I just Ortiz. There's just something that's missing. And it feels like it's a lot more about him than it is Oscar Marine. Andrew McCutcheon had three doubles, continuing to hit really, really well over the last couple of weeks. Just driving the ball, leaning back into it and just letting it fly. It's awesome to see. And I probably should offer at least a small cap tip to Brian Hayes for hitting a home run. He's also looking so much better than he has really, I think, at any point in the year. But before all that, Todd Tomzik, the Pirates director of sports medicine, in giving his weekly update on injuries throughout the system, said that O'Neill Cruz has plateaued in his recovery from the damaged ankle. Now, plateaued sounds kind of scary. And I know TT really well. And I know that's not his intention. Because plateaued sounds like he made it to a certain level and then, yep, that's it. And that's definitely not what his intent was. His intent was to say that at this point in time, the progress was going to stay exactly where it was. And the reason that was given for that is that Cruz is experiencing soreness in the foot. Right around the time that he was supposed to begin a consistent running progression, and running was always going to be the biggest challenge here, always, 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 the foot just started to hurt. And according to the experts, meaning the people that are working with O'Neal and Tomzik also threw in that the Pirates have actually been in touch with medical professionals overseeing the NFL and the NBA. And I found the latter one interesting because in basketball, you see more ankle injuries than anything else because of how hard they come down onto the court after going up for rebounds. And according to it's it's a normal thing for there to be pain in the return. It's a normal thing for there to be soreness. It's a normal thing even to have setbacks. Now, imagine if he'd used that word. I know, right? So I'm sure he thought long and hard about Plateaued as it was. But I'm here to tell you that the only part of this that has flatlined is temporary. So when you hear that word and when you hear Tomzik openly expressing doubt as he did that Cruz will return to baseball this season, you have to hear the other part of what he said, and that was that we're running out of days. Because we are. It's the third week of August. There's a month and change left of baseball. Can you imagine? This has never been laid out for us reporters, okay? But can you imagine the amount of rehab time that Cruz needs to get back into major league shape to be able to run bases at the major league level. And, oh, by the way, the minor leagues shut down in a couple weeks. So the only place he'd be able to do that would be in Bradenton by himself. And then, yeah, come on up to Pittsburgh and, you know, we'll drop you into a game or two or a few. No, no, no. Why would the Pirates and Cruz even have considered this? Well, that's easier to explain. And I can tell you this one firsthand. Because Cruz wanted it. And he wanted it badly. For peace of mind. Not to show anybody how tough he is. Certainly not to contribute uh, to a contender or anything silly like that. He wanted to come back and just be himself for a month or whatever it was and show everybody that he's still that guy and show himself that he's still that guy and then go into an off season where ideally he would just go about things normally, get himself ready at his own rate, maybe even play some winter ball, whatever it is. This complicates things. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, and I'm not trying to, okay? because now I can't envision any scenario in which the Pirates would let him play uh, winter ball in the Dominican where he'd be out of their eyesight and out of their control. So maybe in one way, this is a blessing and maybe I guess this would have been the best way all along. Let him rehab at his own pace. Let him experience the plateaus and the setbacks and the progress and everything without having to pressure himself in any way. and I'm going to repeat, this was O'Neill pressuring himself. I'm not guessing at this. The young man, and I had a pretty good talk in Milwaukee about three weeks ago. And he wanted this. He was sure, by the way, that he'd get it. But then, you know, stuff happens. It's recovery from a major physical surgery. Sometimes it'll be just the movement or the tearing of the scar tissue, which doesn't do anything to damage or uh, aggravate the original injury. It's just still painful. It hurts. But this way, he's got the opportunity to really do this right, really build up the running in particular, the agility. And then from there, the hitting and the fielding and the throwing and everything else that goes with playing baseball. Don't uh, all I can tell you here. This is just advice. You're free to feel however you want. But getting fatalistic here and thinking that this is going to have some sort of damaging repercussions on his career or whatever. Go easy on that. That's all I'm saying. He's young. He's had an injury that others have fully 100 billion percent recovered from. And the only thing that gets lost here is that he didn't have a chance to breathe a little bit of a sigh of relief with a handful of September games. That is not the end of the world. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street Today's J1Q comes from Dave who says, can anyone name any player at all who has shown consistent progression under Derek Shelton, Andy Haynes, Oscar Marine? That's right. You can't just look at how Henry Davis has fallen off as well as since he's been brought up. It's literally a team of kids trying to win in spite of awful coaching and management that's bound and determined to make them all regress. I'm sorry, Dave, I'm just reading it. <laughs> and regress instead of getting better. Meanwhile, as I'm typing this, I'm watching Luis Ortiz get absolutely embarrassed on the mound. Is there anyone other than Mitch Keller, who Oscar could even take faux credit for? No, didn't think so. Literally any baseball fan off the street would be better than this management group. Dave, I let you have your rant. And If you've been listening to the program for a long time, I know you have, Dave. I'm referring to others. You'll know that I spend an awful lot of time, awful lot of energy focusing on the instruction at the big league level. On the overall developmental philosophies that are the jurisdiction of the major league hitting coach and the major league pitching coach. But I'm going to reiterate something that I touched on briefly in the opening segment and that's that sometimes it is on the players and I try to always include that when I'll go on a similar rant and I'm not gonna take some sort of one-size-fits-all stance to this I'm not on a crusade I'll go with what it is that I learn what it is that I know What it is that I hear and just have to kind of make a decision on as to whether or not I believe it or not. And Ortiz is someone who needs to get his act together. You can look, for example, at Ruanze Contreras and say, all right, well, he's had a, you know, just a nosedive in velocity. Why is that? Is it because he's out of shape? Is it because he's hiding an injury? Is it because he doesn't really care about what he's doing? No. No and hell no. I've gotten to know this kid. He's the real deal from the character perspective. But what happened was something went awry mechanically, and nobody's been able to find an answer for it, not internally and not even when the pirates sneaked him to that pitching factory in Seattle and tried to get answers there. I only say sneaked because they haven't brought it up on their own. It was something that had to be found out. When something like that occurs, I find it fair in my role to criticize the organization, the institution, the pitching coach who arrived in Pittsburgh from Houston with a reputation as being one of the industry's preeminent biomechanics guys. And he doesn't have answers for that. That's not okay with me. That's why he was brought here, to be able to figure stuff like this out. Ortiz, he's throwing gas. He can throw gas in his sleep. He can hit triple figures when he wants. He's got dynamic stuff. He has shown in the past to have pretty good command. Not great, but pretty good. And he's absolutely unequivocally shown that he can get major league hitters out. Why hasn't he? Well, again, there are things that that you hear and you have to make up your mind as to whether or not you believe them. But when you hear enough of it, you can feel comfortable coming on a show called Daily Shot of Pirates and share with the diehards who are listening to this that he's not trying hard enough. He's not working hard enough. He's not putting enough into his craft. So why was he left out there to die the way he was in the first inning? 40 pitches it was? Maybe they're trying to teach him a lesson. Maybe they're trying to let him know that, hey, when you don't do things right, when you don't do the kind of things that if you were smart and paying attention, you could have learned from Rich Hill while he was here that has him pitching at age 43 and still pitching pretty well, then it's on you. Just stand out there. Go ahead. Keep serving up. T balls. I don't have any problem with that. I really don't. It's not like he was at any risk of getting hurt. It's 40 pitches in an inning, not the end of the world. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. Gonna do another one of these tomorrow.